Happy Friday, everybody. Sherman here, the Crazy Asian. Hope you're having a fantastic now doing this episode on social media. As a lot of you know, I'm going to be speaking at the Human Resource, uh, well, it's the Gulf Coast HR Symposium here in May, talking about so- how to leverage social media in a compliant world. And a lot of you know I'm in that space. So a lot of what I talk about from Monday to Friday, Monday being leadership, Tuesday career progression, Wednesday motivation, Thursday social media, Friday personal development, I don't really talk about what I do for work. I'm not trying to sell you anything that I do um, there because I what I am living in is the inability to be able to leverage a podcast in my space without having to go through a lot of hoops. So at this particular stage, I want to be able to focus more on the brand of me. And so what I'm able to do today is go backwards um, to yesterday's episode and talk about how we can leverage social media. So again, if you have anything that you want to be able to give to me in regards to uh, feedback, Feel free to email me, shermanon the number one at gmail.com. Feel free to text me at 262-271-4411. Feel free as well to, to voice message me if you're here on Anchor or just old school. Check me out on LinkedIn <laughs> and DM me. I don't know if that's necessarily old school or not. Great opportunity for us to be able to leverage these um, social media tools in order for us to be able to build our personal brand and at the same time as an organization, let people know of our culture. We live in a show me world and people need to be able to see and hear exactly who we are. Let's check this out. All right, here we are, March 2019, and we have an old era, an old way of doing media marketing and advertising. So a lot of times it was very much a shotgun approach. You grab some airspace on the radio, you grab some TV time. Um, If you're a smaller business, you focused on maybe even the print, um, magazine, newspapers. The only way that you could get niche in the print arena was you focused in on magazines instead of, you know, the local newspaper. The problem was is that you didn't get a lot of exposure. The other struggle that you have with a lot of magazines is there's too many ads. And so you're one of many being ignored or thrown out and in today's era March 2019 the way that we've shifted is the print arena is dying in in a major way Um, number one is a lot of the young folks um, let's talk about people under the age of 30 aren't getting newspapers delivered Um, I saw someone deliver newspapers the other day and they came down a down the road we live in a cul-de-sac and they delivered it to one person and there was over a dozen houses still left if we rewound that basically 20 some years ago maybe even 30 you'd probably have um, a much higher penetration of those that were getting the morning subscription the problem with print is the moment that it's been uh, put to ink and and put to paper is that it's dead and it's old and that's the struggle. If you think about, you know, your your magazines that want to live in kind of real time, they're talking about gossip of the day. Well, like a, a like an Us Weekly, you need to be putting that out in a digital format. There needs to be um, a way that people can consume that in a way that's um, appeasing to them. So obviously, I know they've already con- conquered that with having their own app and website, etc. So as you think about what are you doing. How can you get laser focused? The beauty of data analytics today is that you can then drill in and have your messages being targeted. The value of leveraging social media is now you have the opportunity to be able to advertise on particular platforms and focus in on 
particular keywords, hashtags, and even specific individuals. So before, when it used to be difficult to be able to find a local influencer, um, or let's call it a local celebrity, you, I mean, you basically knew them through sports, or they were just really well known. Uh, maybe they they came, they came from money. Uh, they're a real power, high-powered uh, business individual. They were hard to find because they only existed in the small communities. Now we have the opportunity to be able to identify those individuals. So, for example, if you're you're in a small community, and so football is like your main professional sport, but there's some some uh, you know major league soccer. There is maybe a rugby uh, team that pulls out a thousand people a week to their games. Maybe there's cricket or um, a local a local curling club that gets together that brings in a few hundred people and so or a golf league and now you have the opportunity to sponsor those individuals in a digital space so you have a lot of these influencers so you're familiar with this concept before it was um, you know it wasn't the the main star of the football team it was one of the one of the backups maybe it was the kicker it was someone that could bring a little crowd in to your specific niche that has value the other thing that comes to mind for for me is that we used to live in an era where you would spend a, a lot of your dollars on creating a few pieces of content. Now you're creating thousands, not thousands, maybe hundreds of pieces of content and then putting your money behind only a few select. So that way you're having a variety of views, video, text, picture, interviews, live bits, you have a variety of different things that you can be able to cast out there or post out there on the social media platforms. Where before, if let's say you wanted to get a radio bit, you'd spend a lot of money to be able to create that radio bit and then um, have less dollars spent on being able to then have it being broadcast. The other thing that you look at is things like um, billboards are going digital. So now instead of it being stagnant where you have this sign that's there, now all of a sudden you're only getting eight seconds between every 60 seconds. So as people are flying down the road 70 miles an hour, you're trying to grab their attention, so to speak, with that billboard. A complete waste of money. When most people are focused either on their GPS, the road, or their cell phone, unfortunately that's the world that we live in. So as you think about spending any kind of dollars or spending even more valuable your time on social media marketing, understand that you want to get laser focused. Who is that client that you're looking for? Is it like retail where you're looking for um, Sally Sue, soccer mom, or you know Curious George, the um, soccer dad? and being able to make sure that you can target them as an individual and also them as a family member? Or are you more so focused in on that you want to be talking to engineers? And so what are the different things, the keywords, the hashtags that you can be targeting to speak to engineers? Are there specific websites? Are there specific apps that they're leveraging that you can be able to hone in on those individuals? As we start thinking about who our client is, we can then spend our dollars, spend our time on those individuals and not feel like we're wasting our dollars and our time on the wrong places. So let me give you an example here. A buddy of mine um, is talks, uh, talks about productivity and was posting a lot of stuff on productivity on Instagram, which 
when I would ask him what his ideal client would be, isn't a young 20-some-year-old that likes pictures and video. However, what it was giving him was the education on social media marketing. What he found was, and no, to, no, to no surprise, is that he found a lot of value of his topic grabbing traction on LinkedIn and also in the podcast format, which makes a ton of sense. People that listen to podcasts, like you, are people that are trying to get more out of their life. And also, people on LinkedIn are business people that are looking to be become effective, become better, and thus productivity is a topic that they'd want to listen to. You're not going to find you're going to find very few 20 some year olds on Instagram. They're going to find the product of time management very interesting. So it's not going to get the likes, it's not going to get the views, it's not going to get the comments because people don't care about that on that platform. Now you might find the occasional few that find it, but again, to get true traction, you need to be where you need to be. So as you think about social media, think about the different platforms that exist out there. Right now in March 2019, in a big way, we have uh, Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have LinkedIn. There still is, of course, Snapchat, there's TikTok, there's um, WhatsApp. But again, I'd say WhatsApp, Snapchat are more focused on communication tools than they are social media platform. Yes, in Snapchat, there is a bit of this homepage, but WhatsApp is purely a texting video kind of a um, concept. When you look at Facebook, the average age is a little bit higher. You have over 2 billion accounts on there. You have have just millions upon millions of people on there. Now, they don't need to be on there every day because a lot of people aren't. And that's one thing to understand from a marketing standpoint is that you're targeting individuals that are getting on that you have about maybe a minute or two of their attention. And so you need to be creating more content. But let's get that to the another space. Um, the nice thing about Facebook is it, it, you can post up a multitude of different um, content. You can go live from a video perspective. You can post up video. Longer video than Instagram, which only allows you to do one minute. You can also do uh, text or pictures. You can also do a 360 degree uh, photo. You can upload multiple photos. You can upload multiple videos. And so you have an opportunity to really showcase what you want in a post there. The other thing to understand is that um, on a platform perspective, if we shift to Instagram, it's a show me world. It's pictures, it's filters, it's video, one minute videos. Next is we go to Twitter. It's really the only live time you can watch tweets as it's happening live um, by going to the recent hashtag when you're searching. And so if you're watching a a sports event, you're watching a live um, movie, you can actually engage with people on Twitter in this kind of capacity. Uh, It gives you uh, just uh, just a different engagement on a social media platform that... The other, the other algorithms don't have the way to keep up um, with that. The next one that we go to, really it's a business networking website, and that's LinkedIn. Probably the most powerful in the business space, no matter what industry that you're in, it's going to be extremely powerful, extremely valuable for you as you want to be able to showcase your particular talents as either as an employee, an entrepreneur, or a business on that channel. Also, a great place from recruiting to be able to identify specific individuals that you want to be looking for, either they come from your um you know, your industry or that you're searching them by specific key names in specific cities. Just absolutely wonderful way to be able to um, stay connected and be relevant on the digital platform. 
You start getting into uh, more unique things like musically, TikTok. They're more just entertainment, little sound bites of seven seconds, 15 seconds of content. And again, can people create, um, you know, live.me um, actually comes to mind as well. You can create your own little, you know, community there by doing exactly what you want to be doing. And that's the point is that you're building out your own network digitally. So just like, just think of it like a face-to-face network that you have, how many years it took to build people that know you and trust you and like you um, face-to-face. You're doing the exact same thing in the digital realm. And understand that you don't need to convince everybody to like you. Just like a stand-up comedian doesn't need, need everybody to like them. They just need enough people to know who they are, enough people to like them in order for them to be able to you know start getting into bigger and bigger um, venues in order to entertain people. Or, or as an artist to be able to not if you if you let's say for example you're a rapper you don't need to convince people that love country music to come like your rap music um, or if you um, have you know adult language then you don't need to convince people to like your adult language so as we build our network and we identify who we're looking for then we can identify which platforms we want to be using so think about the different topic that you're talking about if it's about hot wheels you're probably going to find a lot more value um, connecting with a younger crowd uh, maybe youtube channel opening up uh, different hot wheels talking about the value of why you like specific Hot Wheels, about how to buy them. Um, a lot of people don't know their distribution is uh, kind of what comes, what goes to different uh, different retailers. And so it can be some someone in a sense you're, you're searching for this elusive specific car. And so that might that's going to find more value on, let's say, uh, a YouTube and a um, Instagram where people maybe not want to search it in a podcast now if you think that eventually there'll be some nice dialogue talking about hot wheels then it's up to you the other thing that i think of is whatever you're strong with so some people feel very comfortable in front of the camera others don't some people love to be able to talk and they don't like the idea that their camera that do lighting that they see how the way they look the way that they sound as well on the video so they'd rather do like a podcast because that fits their personality so understand where your strengths are in your comfort zone when it comes to be able to create content, creating content as well. A lot of people say that they're they're bad at writing. A lot of times, though, you can use a ghostwriter. A lot of times, you can take whatever content you've said in video or in text and figure out how to uh, translate that, um, transcribe it, dictate it into a text format, and then give it to someone that's an editor. And that's their strength is to be able to make things sound much more coherent and cohesive as written verbiage. And so the excuses that we might allow ourselves no longer exist when we have a lot of specialists out there. So as you think about the different strengths that you have as an individual, then think about how that's going to then be impacted by the different platforms and different content medium you decide to use. The last thing that I would say in all this is most people need to be posting more, right? So if you're familiar with my four pillars of social media um, strategies, platform, posting, um, the content, so you're either creating it, you're journaling it, um, you're DJing it, you're just reposting what other people have already said. And then finally, it's all about engagement. So people 
are still sometimes hung up on having amount of followers when it's more important about how many of those people are actually engaged with you. Engagement is greater than quantity because engagement is a quality of a follower versus the quantity of a follower. You might have a million people following you, but if you get nobody making comments on your stuff, then that's the problem. Um, so <clears throat> because people don't care enough about your content to take the time to stop and to be able to engage with you. You want engagement because then you can have the call for action. It's just like if you have a million followers and you were to say, hey, I'm going to be eating at um, sushi. Anybody want to meet me there? Can you get people physically to move their calendar in order to come meet with you? Shrimp's out.